Welcome back to the Flipside Podcast. Today, your hosts, Chris and Sean, are going to be talking about stretching with weights. Now, this is something that I've been doing for a while now. And uh, basically, the way it started is my friend had a surgery. He had hip surgery, and he wasn't strong enough to get his hips down in a butterfly. So, like, he would sit in a butterfly, and his knees were basically just pointing up. And he he couldn't get them down. And so he would just push and push and push. And then eventually he started using weights. And he's like, dude, it's the best thing ever. You need to try it. And so I started trying it. Wait, wait, wait. So before we continue on talking about stretching with weights for a second, and before you continue, you had a friend who had hip surgery. Oh, yes. We're not that old. <laughs> um, he, he's not that much older than me. Um, oh, he's, he's in his 20s, but the, the thing was he's just like a really like – hardcore weightlifter and oh. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily he was say he was a bodybuilder because he didn't I guess I mean you could say that also he didn't compete but he didn't compete he was just very into getting big and yeah. so he was getting big and he is very into doing legs and so he developed bone spurs on his hip and he needed Ooh. he needed hip surgery and he actually he got the hip surgery done he got decent flexibility and then uh they grew back so now he needs to have his surgery again and he's gonna get metal in there so that because metal can't grow bone spurs so that's what what he's dealing with shout out charlie jesus god that sucks yeah yeah it's a it's a tough time but he still he still is like uh doing tons and tons of hikes he out hiked me when he came and visited in colorado so dang that was amazing um but yeah hip flexibility is also important and yeah. no pain is also important so he's going <laughs> back for more <laughs> okay so then so sorry before about to interrupt you before so you're saying about stretching with weights and you're talking about the story of him like using weights like why like I, i've always had like assistance with certain stretches like resistance stretching in a way I've never used weights for a stretch that I can remember, at least nothing that I know of. So, like, how did they work towards that? And now a word from today's sponsor. Oh, thank you. Um, Working towards it, um, I would definitely say that if you're doing something like a butterfly. I think the butterfly is the only one where I actually no, just kidding. So if you're doing like a butterfly or like a straddle stretch, um, so like for example, a straddle stretch, I would put the weights by both of my feet and then I can move them out farther to hold my legs apart so that I'm not flexing my legs outwards. You know, because when you're sitting in a straddle and you have no assistance and no one's helping you, you're you're like flexing your quads and you're flexing your your glutes to get your legs to stay spread apart. Otherwise, they, yeah. your toes will want to turn in, your hips want to roll in or roll out, and they're just not you know they're not as far as they could be. And then also you're tense now, so by having the weights there, I can relax into the stretch, and then my legs stay the distance I want, and then I can move them farther apart, and I can lean forward and grab the weights and pull myself down. And then actually, instead of doing that, I've actually put started putting a weight on my neck, and then 
laying flat on the floor. Ow. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I put a weight on my neck, but that's me. Um, that's I, just you, man. Yeah, I could definitely see um, the benefits of that, though. Because, I mean, I've seen, like, those old... I don't know. It was a... It might have just been an anime, but I've never actually seen one of those uh, a little machine that they... You put your legs in it, and you, like, crank the machine, and it, like, slowly, like, pulls out your legs. So then you don't Yeah, have... that's real life. Oh, so that is a real thing. Okay, that's terrifying. Yes. Um, that looks like a torture <laughs> machine. But I could see how that would help, and I mean, that's almost like the same concept, but you just have a weight there, correct? Um, yeah, yeah, essentially the okay. same concept, but with a weight. And, and it's more free and, like, more in your control, and you can, like, move it back and forth more freely. And um, the cool thing about it, too, is I can actually push against it and they move so like i can hold my hands on the weights so it's like essentially like my hands way more because like if i'm using my hands to help myself stretching they're at the ends of my bodies and they're really weak because all your strength comes from you know your hips and your core but if i'm stretching i'm trying to relax my hips and my core so yeah. i'm not i have no strength so having the weights there it kind of like creates a new you know balance point and i just have so much more strength to move around, um, you know, it's just assisting my, assisting my hands really. Um, but something I was, I was kind of saying before is like on the stretches that you're doing, if you're, if I'm going to put a weight on my neck, um, to help me lean into a certain stretch, whether it's like a, a half straddle leaning to the left or half straddle leaning to the right or a straddle leaning forwards or doing a butterfly where my knees are trying to get my knees to the floor. I would say you want that stretch maxed out before you do that. Or at, least, or at least before you do heavyweights. So what's cool about the way I do it is, like, I can max those out. So, like, I can touch the floor with my head and when in a straddle, and I can touch my knees to the floor in a butterfly, which means I can use 50-pound weights because oh, wow. they, can just, they can just touch the floor. They're, like, they're, they're not, you know, versus Dang. if my knees can't touch the floor, now I have way too much weight and I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah. So I would say do, like, 10 or 15 pounds. I just like when I have fifties, okay. it's the same thing as like when I've partner stretched before, everything that seems to help me is when I have a huge amount of resistance and I like basically work out with it and then I relax and then I yeah. work out with it and relax. So like you're in a butterfly and Eric would like put his hands on my knees leaning forward into me and he would just push my knees to the floor and I would push up against him and then he would, he would do that and then slowly let me win just very slowly so that it was yeah. basically the max amount of weight that I could squeeze. And then he would say, relax. And I would relax and it would go, he would just push it down as far as it goes. And because those muscles are warmed up and they're not so cold and those ligaments were just, you know, now they're tired. They're not going to resist anymore. They let it happen because most of that pain that's being caused is actually from your nervous system fighting that stretch. It's not because you're not flexible enough to do it. And that's something else interesting is that I've heard is that, Everyone is flexible enough to do the splits. Your body can do the splits. It's just your nervous system hasn't been trained to allow you to do it. And that's why your body fights it and will get injured in those types of positions. Interesting. And so that's what I meant by resistance stretching is doing stuff like that. So I think we had talked about this before. I don't know if it was on an episode or it was just by ourselves. Um, on Fridays, if we had morning practices, especially during the summer – we would do resistance stretching like that where we would have our partner hold our, like a leg or our hand or elbow or something like up to a certain position while doing certain stretches. We let it get to the point where we feel pain. 
like it starts to feel uncomfortable at least and you say stop and you hold for five seconds and then you pull as hard as you can for five seconds and then you let it relax and then right as you finish the relax you count you do like a two count and then you continue to pull a little bit more to let it go farther so it's kind of like the same thing once it's warm and you work the muscle it allows it to have a little bit more range of motion which is usually pretty huge because it's an easier way to gain flexibility and keep it because like um i think there was a study done like a couple years ago at this point that dynamic stretching is maintains flexibility better just like static stretching and i feel like stretching with weights is almost like dynamic stretching in a way just like it's almost like a mix in my opinion is what it sounds like because you can use the weight to pull yourself down or you can use the weight to assist you to go down farther without having to work the muscle and like hold yourself in place so it's almost like letting your body still just like move past a certain point and then just go back up then you have full control so I actually have a really before you go any further i have a really interesting idea of how that works um i don't actually know but just from my experience what i believe is happening is so think of like a female um uh, say ballerina who is strong right but in a very different way than say a martial arts tricker yeah. martial arts tricker is going off of a lot of explosive power and a lot of you know trying to get airborne trying to get you know the landings good trying to do a lot of you know chains and and momentum transfers and not that ballerinas don't do that but they also are very focused on hitting poses that involve flexibility and so when they are say a tricker is trying to do a crowd awakener, right? Trying to get their straddle as wide as they can. Something that they're going to focus on is actually how strong their muscles are in order to allow themselves to pull to a certain pose. Now, a ballerina, instead of being really strong, she could just be really flexible. Yeah, that's true. that is like the old, that's the alternative. You can either be really flexible or really strong. And if you're strong enough, you can pull up against your ligaments more yeah but if you're really flexible you don't need to be strong to pull them to that point so there's like you have to find a balance you know that is safe so that you're not so flexible that when you kick your leg that your knees just fall off you know yeah so it's like that's that's kind of this balance and um so what i believe is that the dynamic stretching like you said i i actually we talked about this before yeah. and i think we both read the study and that was um that the dynamic stretching, they had a, they had a, a group of people only dynamic stretch, and their stretching either or their flexibility stayed the same or improved over like a time of six months or something like that. And then the uh, the people who only static stretch actually lost flexibility. Yeah, <laughs> which, which is, is surprising kind of because like for so long it was shown that people thought that dynamic stretching, and um, as we've talked about a little bit off. Uh, off recording is like bounce stretching in a way uh that it was like really looked down upon because it just like oh well, that's not real stretching like you need to only static stretch and now getting older right. and i feel like people looking into it more like that's not true <laughs> which yeah and me. i i completely agree with it too because i believed that until every time i got injured or every time i was sore the only way i would feel better is i would just do my tricking warm-up and after I did my warm up, but then didn't go to trick, I was like, I feel amazing, and I I feel stretched, I feel loose, and like I feel like I'm about to go do exercise, but I don't need to 
Like, I'm not going to go do exercise. I did that as my cool down and my warm up. And I feel better than I did if I did my tricking and then did static stretching cool down, which is what most people do and what I used to do. But a dynamic stretching cool down is way better for healing, I found. Wow. Hi, buddy. The only. The only reason that I even do static stretching, though, is because it helps me heal not post-tricking, but but post-workout. like workout. So, like, if my yeah. muscles are sore or if I need to heal an injury or, like, if, like, my hip is bothering me, those are the types of things, you know, but, like, it's that's very different than, like, like a lactic acid buildup sore. Um, like, it almost feels like muscle scabbing. You know, you're like, oh my gosh, my muscles are painful. They're not, you know, it's a very different feeling. No, it is. You, you, it, you know the difference? Okay, I'm yeah, just no, making I get what sure you mean. And I feel like okay. it's easier, like, if you're static stretching then especially, to use the weights a lot, a lot better in a way because you're able to relax. It's almost real. Yeah, because, because if you're not strat- strat- if you're not stretching and you're tr- if you're trying to static stretch and you're not doing it with a partner or with weights, you're, you're like faking it and like you're not actually doing it. And it's almost more strain on your body to do it that way than it would be. It's like you're half doing a dynamic stretch, but you're also half doing a static stretch. And mm-hmm. It's this awkward in between and it's really uncomfortable and it's more painful versus like when you have the weights there or you have someone helping you. I'm like, wow, I'm twice as far as I normally am. And I'm not in any pain and I can relax and I can breathe because it's the hardest. Everyone's like, oh, you need to just breathe when you stretch. You're like, how can I breathe? I'm pushing so hard into my stretch, you know? And that's like one thing that where – How can I breathe? Yeah. It's, it's hard to like let yourself relax while stretching, which is one thing I definitely learned luckily when I was younger. Um, one thing that my coach had always said is just it, instead of trying to push it down, relax – and just let it slide. Yes, it'll be painful. Stretching doesn't tickle. This isn't gymnastics. It's <laughs> gymnastics. So uh, we we just learn just like let it relax and don't fight it. Because the more you fight it, the worse it gets. And like that's when you have an issue. And I mean, I, I guess I took that away from doing static stretching the most. So like I learned static stretching and gained flexibility that way because I just literally let it relax as much as I could. And then at certain points, I could learn how to force myself to get through certain positions and into positions so I could push harder into it, which then I am like really, truly stretching and like trying to get range of movement. But dynamic stretching is so much easier for that than just like using weights, I feel like. But I mean, I know we're talking about like we're supposed to be talking about stretching with weights. So, I mean, I get it. But stretching with weights is probably the better way to static stretch if not to just stretch in general like if you just need like 10 minutes and you have like a 10 pound weight or even even though that's not even like a heavy weight but like pushing it out and trying to use it to help you like guide going forward and then like using it to just like center and just like let it relax and let the weight kind of pull you forward is pretty huge and like i could see the benefit of doing that like even with splits because you can use it to push up and have your shoulders in the correct position. So you're actually going straight down in your split and not leaning on your front leg. Like, that's pretty huge. I've been doing that a lot. Yes, that's exactly what I've been doing for my splits. And then, yeah, like you're, you're right. You can use it to hold yourself up. And as you relax into it, you can actually eventually start pulling yourself down. Yeah. Which you is- start using the weights to pull yourself down because your hands aren't 
on the floor and also you posture up better because the floor is pretty far away if like if you're in a split and you're not super comfortable the floor is pretty far away and you're like should i be on my fist should i be on my fingers should i be on my palms like it's like really awkward to jump between like that's a lot of different you know that's like a two inch difference in uh, when you switch your hands up like that it is in all those different ways so you having the weights there really helps you you know play with your height uh and then one more thing like you were saying like that you got to relax into it Something that can help you relax into it is actually using pillows. So I used to – I need to do this again. I, I would put pillows underneath me, and I would do the center split, or I would do you – know, I, I guess the other splits too. And um, I would just have the pillows there, and I would have like – stack up like three or four, and I would like sit on it in a center split, and I would be completely comfortable, right, because four is pretty high. And so I could, I could relax 100% in that. And then I would take one away, and I would do it again. And my, it would like trick me and I would, could relax into it. And then I eventually would get down to one because there was one point where I did have my center split. And, and so I got wow. down to one and I took it away and I got a good picture of me in the center splits. And I was like, dang, That's <laughs> I just tricked myself into getting the center split and, and I didn't keep it. And it was really, I could never do it on command. I always had to do that to get into it. Yeah. But it, it's just really cool to like get myself to relax into it so deep. And um, recently, I've just I've been having trouble like going into the butterfly and getting my knees all the way down, just like raw immediately being able to do it. But sometimes I'll have to like sit down and I'll have to like really work my hips and work my knees down to the floor. And it will take like 10 minutes of me like working my legs because my left hip gets really jammed from swings. So, so that is like yeah. a big problem. So using having the weights there literally takes like a minute or two to get my hips to finally relax and like get into the floor so yeah i mean it just it's like a world of difference when i use them but um yeah i I agree with you though that dynamic stretching is better there and then there was one thing that i wanted to throw at you because we've talked about this before and that's bouncing in in stretching yes what 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 do you think about that and i want to know even what what is that to you so part of that i think like there are people that are just like naturally flexible and they just kind of like jump into positions, which <laughs> I don't understand. Like we did have a kid like double that like, court display. Yeah. Like we did have a kid that like, wasn't, he was on team and he, it's not that he was like super flexible, but he would just like jump into his middle split. And I'm just like, no, Yuck. never. <laughs> I was like, I would never do that. Like, no, thanks. You couldn't pay me enough. Um, and that since you guys like to land in splits, even though it's, really not a split like i'm sorry but none of you do an actual split um usually not but if you just watch <laughs> some of those double court splits i did they were pretty real yeah i know me but you got my knee was not bad that's true i mean you guys like well i mean you kind of have to land sideways but anyway getting off topic um like <laughs> bouncing to me was kind of like you would do your split and almost like feel like you're trying to like bounce while you're pushing it down Instead of just letting it relax. And I think that's what gets me. Because, like, in your split, if you're not just, like, actively relaxing or actively pushing it down and, like, holding it, I don't think you're getting a lot out of it. Because I think that's a little bit different than dynamic stretching. Because dynamic stretching is going through the motion. Not exactly holding it, but hitting max range multiple times within, like, a certain, I guess, time span in a way. Like, if you're doing a forward roll to split, like, that's one thing that I like to do. I call them rolling splits. So you do forward roll, and you turn into your left leg split. You forward roll, and you do middle split. You forward roll, and then you do right leg split. 
and you don't hold it for very long. You only hold it for like a second, two seconds, and then you forward roll and keep going. So it's more dynamic stretching. You're pushing as hard as you can into it, like really getting max range of motion, and then moving on so your muscles stay warm. Where the bounce stretching, and I think that's one thing my coach didn't like, is like if we were just doing a, a left leg split and we like couldn't get all the way down, and instead of just like letting it relax or push down or like having a coach assist you push down, you would bounce up and down or like try to like almost it would be like firing and relaxing your muscles too quickly potentially or it would just be like i guess i don't have a better way of describing it but i think it would just like that makes sense hurt you more easily because it, there's not enough time in between for like what your muscles need to be doing so it doesn't know what to do so it's there is no benefit to it at least it doesn't feel like it to me that's what i mean by bounce stretching okay so the the way that I so I pretty much I don't know when I static stretch I have a really hard time doing it without bouncing at all. Um, I almost have to warm up the muscles in order to allow the static stretch. And it, even if it's like after after like post workout, yeah. my my body just gets really tight, and so it doesn't want to do that. And so I, so by bouncing them, it's almost like I'm doing the dynamic stretch first. It's almost like putting the weights on my knees, doing the lifts, and then relaxing them with the weights on them, right? It's like it's the same idea. I was like, if I'm in a butterfly, I'm going to bounce my knees because the when my knees are dropping, that's essentially like they're weighted because gravity's pulling on them for that, like because they also have speed behind them. So it's almost like they're weighted for that bit of time. Yeah. And then I will react. I, I won't let them bounce into like dead drop like i won't let them bounce and then be like oh they bounced and then start re-engaging like you re-engage off the bounce right like when yeah. you feel it just about bottom out you re-engage but that's like pretty natural for me to do and i've always done it that way so i don't know I, like it's so weird for me to think that someone could get hurt doing that because i never have gotten hurt doing that um i think the main but i, I think yeah the, the big thing is just it warms me up yeah i mean i see where you're coming from um and it makes sense actually because you're still warming up your muscle. I think his, I think potentially the big his big fear, even my big fear is like if they accidentally push past their range of motion that they have now, then you easily get hurt, and it's kind of accidental in a way because you do like there are people who just have a range of motion that you can't go past. Um, like I have a girl that's on team her middle split. There's nothing I can do about it, and her middle split just does not go down, like at all. Like, I could roll a bowling ball all the way through, and it would not even get close to touching. Because she is just so high yeah. off the ground. Like, it's... And that's even cutting it short. Like, I mean, she's pretty high off the ground. But her hips just lock up. She has her left and her right leg split down. Middle split just, it, for some reason, doesn't work that way. I heard that there are some genetics that play into yeah. that. Like, the way that your hips are you know your femur is attached to your hip which is weird to me because i'm like i've never seen that issue not once in the 20 some odd year like yeah about 20 years that i've been in the sport so like it's weird wait i never thought that it would be that high up though because yeah. i have i've never i've never like i don't know if i've ever seen it or not because i mean how many people really even try yeah. right and that's what surprised me and i was like if that's the thing that i think is like if she did bounce stretching i don't think it would probably more hurt her do anything else oh yeah because then she, if she pushes past that, that range of and motion because of the way her hips are potentially built like it could just like tear something or like 
I don't know. Like, worst case scenario, I think, like... Her she could just be hitting bone on bone. Yeah. Right, like, maybe she's smacking bone on bone every, every time she bounces. And she doesn't know. <clears throat> but that also makes sense, though, that bounce stretching, I mean, it has a higher potential of injuring someone who doesn't know how far they can yeah. stretch or when they're trying to gain flexibility. So, like, that's something else is, like, the same thing. Like, don't stretch with a weight that is going to bottom you out before you're unless ready you know you can bottom it out. Like, I can put a... Like, if my knees are barely flexible or like i'm saying my hips yeah. like if i'm if i'm doing if i'm doing a butterfly stretch and my knees are barely getting close to the floor i will immediately just grab 50s put them on there and then be like my body will adjust my knees will get to the floor and then they do because i know that they will get to the floor but if you thought that i never stretched before and you saw me sit down in my initial butterfly you'd be like you should not be doing that <laughs> <laughs> but i know I know that they will get there. It's a long journey, but they'll get there and it won't hurt me because I do it so yeah. much. And, and, but then, and same thing with the straddle and with the, with the half straddle leaning Okay, really opens up my back because I don't have to stay engaged at all. But I just, I know that when I'm say I'm doing that half straddle and I'm leaning towards my straight leg and I have that weight on my neck and I'm leaning and I can really open up my low back doing that, Which but my, my head is resting on my leg. So it's like I'm not hanging there and resisting the weight. That's the important thing is you don't want to be halfway down and having that weight no, on you because you're going, to be you're going to be resisting. And now you're going to be flexing the muscle you're trying – the exact muscle you're trying to stretch, which is also why stretching with weights is good though because you would normally be flexing true. the muscle you're trying to stretch. That is true. If you – so, so you just have to find the right weight is, is what's so important. Don't go too heavy. Always go lighter than you think, especially if you can't bottom yes. it out. Uh, so, yeah, I guess the biggest thing to take away from this episode, uh, A, we went over every different type of stretch. So it's not just stretching with weights. It's uh, what are the different type of stretches and what do we think about them? <laughs> um, and don't, don't be afraid to use weights, definitely, when stretching. Just know your limit. Like that, that is, I mean, we say that I think on a lot of different things, but knowing your limit during stretching is one very easy way to not get hurt. Cause like, I know I still have my left split down. I don't pretty much stretch at all. And I know if I just like push a little bit, I would have my left split down no matter what. And I don't know how I've retained it. Don't know why I've retained it after 10 years, but I have, and it doesn't make any sense to me, <laughs> but <laughs> like if I started stretching with weights, I would do the same thing. I'd kind of start with like fives, maybe tens, kind of see where I'm at and see if I can go heavier and then kind of play with it a little bit and play with it in increments and not just like jump to a super heavy weight. Like I wouldn't go from tens to fifties on something like, especially <laughs> like if I was doing butterfly and stuff like that, I definitely would try not to use fifties because <laughs> I feel like my hips <laughs> would just snap, but that's me. I'm not 100% crazy. But you, you, you can't bottom it out no. either. And just for the record, I totally went from 10s to 50s because I was like <laughs> on 10s. I was like, this is taking too long, man. I just grabbed the 50s. But I knew I bottomed yes. it out. So it was okay. And that's like one thing. Like, I have um, but yeah, one more thing is just, just if you've never partner stretched before, partner stretch. Yeah. Because that's going to teach you how to stretch with weights. Having a partner stretch session is going to teach you the amount you can push down, the what the weight should feel like, how your muscles react, because someone else can is going to be safer than a weight is. A weight is not going to be like, oops, sorry, and pull back a little bit. It's just going to stay. So yes. 
And be very careful partner stretching because you can't accidentally pull someone too far, so you have to have a keyword of like when to stop. Unless it's just stop. Yeah, it's someone you yeah, trust. Like you, you do have to be careful. Um, yeah, so I think that covers uh, all the different types of stretching for, <laughs> for our episode of Stretching with Weights. Um, yeah, you got, you got anything else beyond that? No, I think that was very complete. Very complete. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Flipside Podcast. Make sure to share and subscribe to support our podcast. And you can subscribe by clicking the link in our Spotify description. And just know that your contributions help us bring you guys the best content. Make sure you're following our Instagram at the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast to get all of our updates on future episodes, merch, and other plans that we have in store for you guys. And you can follow me at Crispy Tricks on Instagram. That's C-H-R-I-S-P-Y underscore T-R-I-X for my tricking journey and more tricking tips. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.